Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Equipped to Be Show with Connie Albers. Equipped to Be is a podcast dedicated to helping you discover and develop your unique strengths, gifts, and talents so you can apply them to all areas of life. So let's get ready to dive into how you are equipped to be. Good morning and welcome to the Equipped to Be program. I'm so glad you're here today. Hey, I know many of you right now are planning what you're going to do for school. And how do I know that? Well, because anyone that has children of school age, whether that be pre-K or college, you're all having to make very hard decisions. Your kids, depending on their ages, they're also having to make hard decisions. And this is not an easy time. Recently, I've been doing several interviews where uh, people are bringing me in to talk about what to do if parents, because we know across the country, upwards of 40 to 50% of parents are going to be choosing, I love that word, they're going to be choosing to homeschool their kids. I'm just going to tell you right now, homeschooling is very, very different when it's an intentional process that you are part of and planning, not what you experienced last March, where everything was topsy-turvy, teachers were scrambling to figure out how to do online learning or teaching. You were trying to figure out, how do I let my kids use the computer when I've got to get work done? (laughs) And also, your kids are trying to figure out how to do these assignments. And it's just straight up been a challenge. However, now you're in the driver's seat. You're making the decisions. No one's making those for you or for your child. Now, (laughs) I want you to hear this. There is freedom. That's what I said when I was on the Fox uh, Orlando show. There is freedom now. Schools and the educational system. I was doing a panel recently and we were talking about uh, educational choice. I'm just going to tell you right now, the educational system has been turned upside down. They are scrambling, if they're in the public school, they're scrambling to figure out how how to do this, how to make this work with kids. Well, mom and dad, you guys are also, and hats off to you, by the way, you're pushing back and you're saying, no, we're not going to play the game the way the game has been structured because largely the school system was designed uh, for the masses. (laughs) They weren't designed for your unique child and the way they learn. They were designed to educate the masses. And why is that important? I remember when my oldest son was uh, getting ready to go into high school and I was trying to decide, did he go into the international baccalaureate program? What do we do? I was homeschooling him. But having been in the political side, I know that's a hot topic to even say that, but I really fought long and hard for 30 years now to make education, the homeschool education model work for families that have specific desires for their family. I didn't want a one size fits all. We've got that in the private and the public school. I wanted homeschooling to be unique to each family. And that's what I have worked for on really your behalf for for decades now. But I went to this teacher who taught 
the International Baccalaureate Program. And I asked her, you know, I told her about my son and I asked her what her thoughts were. And she said, you know, Connie, she was the sweetest Southern woman. You know, Connie, just that Southern drawl. She goes, I think you could do a better job not being a teacher like I am because you can teach your child the way he learns and in a manner that is best for your family. She said, I teach the highest level, the International Baccalaureate Program. She said, but I have to shoot for the middle. Did you, does that just kind of rock you a little bit? I have to teach to the middle, which means my really gifted children, my children that are natural learners, they're sponges. Well, they don't get challenged as much because she also has to consider the struggling learners that are in her course or classes, and and she has to teach them as well. So she shoots to the middle knowing that she's not really giving the gifted students the, the superior education that they deserve because she doesn't want to leave behind the struggling learners. So either way, it, the only ones that benefit are the middle of the road kind of kids anyway. Well, that's, that's not the way it works. And I'm going to tell you something I'm hearing, and I want you to tell me, uh, email me, and let me know if you're hearing this too. I'm hearing this new phrase, we would like everyone to have a quality education. Have you noticed that in the talking points on the, on the news, whatever news you listen to? We now are happy with a quality education. By golly, I want a superior education for my kids, don't you? Excellence, superior, outstanding. Now, our officials are actually telling us quality is okay. Quality could mean what? Could be average, depending on what school system, right? Because there's no defined terms, but it certainly does not mean superior or outstanding or excellent. It's, it doesn't mean that. But if you are among the 50 to 60% of parents that are saying, hey, I have, I've just kind of like had enough. We're at a breaking point right now. I don't feel safe with my kids going to school or I don't, I don't like the environment that it's doing or that they're trying to create. It's cold. It's sterile. The teacher's hearts are in it. So I know many of you are educators. I get it. You want to teach kids. I totally get that. It's just the powers that be that are dictating pretty much everything. And they're tying your hands even further than they were tied before, to be honest with you. But this program is dedicated to those parents, those millions of parents that are considering homeschooling in the fall. I want to tell you, it is not the same type of homeschooling that was done. Really wasn't actually homeschooling. You were just doing school at home. It's not the same. You're in the driver's seat. Let's talk about what you can do to make your day run smoothly and, and make your kids excited about it. I mean, who wants to drag their kids saying, come on, you got to go. And like, I don't want to do this. I hate school. Why can't I play video games or watch TV? We know. I mean, they've been on this ex extended period of crazy for a while. Well, here's some things. I want to talk about three things right now to give you a mindset if you're choosing to homeschool. I know there's everybody out there right now that is telling you how to do it. I get that. 
Here's my credentials. I homeschooled five kids, kindergarten through 12th grade. All of the children went on to the university and all have graduated, all got academic scholarships. Now, does that mean mine, oh, mine just must be all so brilliant. No, it's that I identified your children are, and my children are uniquely gifted with strengths and talents. And it was my job to develop and to discover, help them discover those hidden talents and gifts and strengths, and then develop them. And that's what the educational process really should be about. So here's three things for you to think about right now. One, if you're starting with elementary, it's a loose schedule. What does that mean? Well, your kids don't need to sit in a seat for eight hours. Not in elementary school. It just takes a couple of hours to do elementary school work. Now, obviously, kindergarten and fifth grade are very different. As they progress, the level of work increases and the level of time to accomplish that also increases. However, if you have a very diligent, responsible natural learner, they're going to get done sooner. If you have a child who is easily distracted or very tactile, they need to taste it, feel it, experience it. And I write about that in my book, Parenting Beyond the Rules. You know, I had a, I had a natural, my firstborn is a natural learner. Read it once, understood it, moved on. I have my artistic daughter who read it, then she wanted to draw about it. And she wanted to experience it and eat the food and dream about it and read other books about it. I mean, she it was all immersive for her. Two very different kids, very different learning styles. My oldest son, he would be done with school in an hour or two when he was in elementary school. And he'd be saying, what else can I do? What else can I do? He was just this massive little sponge that I could just throw busy work, paperwork, worksheets, read alouds, I mean, uh, chapter books, I could just, I just kept throwing him more information because he naturally absorbed information. It did not mean that he was smarter than her. He just had smarts in areas and he had a natural bend toward the learning process. It fit for him. Give him a textbook. He was happy. My daughter, on the other hand, she is equally as smart because she is wired differently. She just has a different bend and she is able to learn more in depth because she has a sensitivity to culture and people, how people think and feel and experience the world around them. She just had this desire. Her quest for knowledge was the entire all-encompassing topic, not just the subject matter, get the assignment done. My son is a completionist. He wants to get it done, get it done as quickly as possible so he could be about his day doing other things. So elementary school it's a loose schedule, but, but hear me, it is a schedule. You create a schedule. Your kids need rhythm and routine. They had it if they were in public, private, or charter school, or even in co-ops. They had a schedule. They're used to that. Homeschooling needs to be the same. It can be a loose schedule, but when your children know what's to what to expect they are less resistant so in elementary just mix their seat work up with activities it could be we're going to work on this for 10 minutes 15 minutes and then we're going to do this and you smile and you nod and you say okay 
And they're like, okay, mom. And when they're in the middle of doing it, if they start to, to get fatigued, just remind them, all we're going to do is we're just going to work on this. And then we're going to go take a break and have a snack or go play Legos or draw on your sketch pad. This is about learning the process of learning. It's about learning to love learning. It's about helping them integrate the entire world, which to be honest with you, you've been doing. You, you go outside and you play and you play ball or you, you go swimming or you go for walks and you, nature walks and you go boating or whatever the things that is unique for your family, you're still teaching them. So as you enter the world of homeschooling, the real world of homeschooling, you need to understand that you must manage your expectations and you don't need to copy the public school because you don't have 30 kids to manage. You just have yours. And in my case, I had five. You might have two or one. You might have 10. Yours is going to be a customized schedule and rhythm and routine that works well for your family. Two, if you have middle schoolers, you need to understand this is a slow transition to time management. They're getting more choices. They're getting more opportunities. Learning is becoming more difficult. They're, they're being stretched. Two things you have to consider, their hormones are really starting to kick in. And I do write about that in Parenting Beyond the Rules. Their hormones are starting to change and brain development is starting to increase. And what do I mean by that? In the middle school year, the brain circuitry really starts firing up. Their reasoning skills, their logic, and it's a perfect time to do fun activities like brain benders or riddles, anything, thinkograms, anything that can get them thinking more logically, more sequentially, that helps your middle schooler stay engaged and it engages their brain. It is a slow transition. They're not immediately going to jump from elementary to middle school and have all the structure that maybe they didn't have before. Now, you may or may not, you know, as a homeschooling mom of homeschooling five children, I can tell you all of my kids were different. So I had to customize their education that fit, that fit their learning style. That's important. It made the homeschooling process, it made the learning process fun. It made them want to homeschool instead of just constantly complaining because I understood who they are, how they think, and how they're wired. In middle school, Take it as slow approach, slowly introduce and expand it ever so slowly. Instead of just hitting them on day one with this is how, this is the schedule and the routine and bam, jump start it. Now, if it works for your child, that's fine. But what you're hearing me say, I hope you're hearing me say this is there's freedom to pivot. There's flexibility. You create the routines, you create the schedule. You set the rhythm in the house. The beauty of homeschooling is it can be changed because we're talking about helping a child cultivate the four traits that they are born with, that you and I are born with, and that is creativity, adventure, exploration, and innovation. See, our children are born creative. They're born curious curious about the world around them. 
willing to take risks, willing to explore. The, the goal for you, mom and dad, is to help them stay creative, to help them stay adventurous and curious about the world. And when they hit high school, it's going to be very different. They're moving more towards independent, self-study, self-learning, with a great focus on time management skills. See, not only as learning about our constitution and learning about all the things we have to learn academically wise, we're also teaching them important life skills. It's those life skills that will set them up for success when they hit college or they just enter the marketplace. That's what you have the opportunity to do. As you enter into this new phase, some of you may have already started right now. That's okay. Some of you are considering starting this week when you hear this, or maybe in September, or maybe you do send them to school and it doesn't go well. And you're like, I'm done. I'm bringing them home. We'll figure this out. I just want to tell you, you can figure it out. Not because it's like, oh, super easy, but because you're smart and you are able to figure it out. Always tell your kids why you're doing this. Why are we homeschooling? And be honest, it could be because it's not working with your schedule. Uh, your life has changed. Your work schedule has changed. Maybe you, you don't want to send them back in that environment because you've got family you're tending to and you can't risk you know, your kids getting sick or possibly bringing something home. And that's a whole other topic. And I'm just saying that has already been debunked. But that may be something that is on your mind. Or you don't like the sterile environment that these kids are going to be learning in now. So much for recess. I was I recently did a panel. Off, I was filming a, a show about starting homeschooling. So we had a public school, middle school teacher, a, an elementary PE teacher, and then I was the homeschool representative. And I just listened to this PE teacher. How, how are they going to play dodgeball? How are they going to play basketball? And he literally was telling me how it was going to be done. And I just sat there and I thought, that is sad. They have to structure it in a way that nobody's allowed to touch anybody else's basketball. They can't, they can't do a real game because they might accidentally get within six feet. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. You may not want that for your kids. You may want and enjoy the life that you've had right now. It's a little slower pace. Everybody's settled in and found rhythm and a routine, and you just want to add, okay, we're going to add school to it. Think of your child. Think of how are they creative? I want you to stop right now, and I want you to think about each child that you have. How are they creative? What do they do to express their creativity? Write it down. Create a journal right now about each child. How do they explore? Do they explore the world around them through books? Do they explore the world around them through nature walks and playing outside? Do they explore the world through watching shows that they find interesting? How do they explore? How do they take risks and adventure? Some of your kids are cautious, so they're not going to be the ones, they're the hesitant ones. That's the way God made them. Some of them... It, you're constantly having to keep your eye on them because they are ex they are risk takers. What are your kids curious about? What what ignites them? Write it down. And then you're able to have the freedom 
and the flexibility to create an educational a learning environment that's conducive to your kids, to your family, where you, like I say in my book, your children are a masterpiece in the making. They are not the same. And education is one more example of how unique and how they are wired and gifted with unique strengths and talents. And you are able to help foster and create an environment that they thrive and not just survive. Because you're not just going to survive this fall. You're going to thrive. And with you, you choose to homeschool. You have the opportunity to have a front row seat and watching those light bulb moments with your kids where they learn something or they discover something and they get to share it with you. It's pretty cool to be able to do that. And you might have some bad days, but that's okay because life can be challenging sometimes, right? Well, that's it for today's show on Equipped to Be. These tips just by you remembering to manage your expectations and remembering that time to school varies depending on age. Set your expectations properly. Communicate it to your children effectively, always telling them why we're doing it and paint a picture for your school that makes them want to rejoice and be glad in what you are doing as a family. So y'all have a great day and I'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.